Hello, and welcome to the Millennial Economics Podcast, a podcast dedicated to helping young people be successful with money. Join us as we discuss personal finance, financial literacy, investing, the psychology behind being financially fit, and much more. Here's your host, Jerry Dixon. Hello, and welcome to episode 86 of the Millennial Economics Podcast. This is part seven of the university series we are doing here and wrapping up shortly um, at the beginning of 2022. Um, in this episode, we're going to talk about the psychology behind good personal finance habits. Um, this isn't going to be a long episode, but I found it to be, or I find it to be a very important piece regarding the success that you're going to have with your personal finances. You know, um, and before we really dig into that, before I get to just chatting your chatting your ear off, um, I've been spending a lot of time on the YouTube channel that is new for this year for me. Um, if you have not gone and uh, taken a look at the YouTube channel, and if you're a video or YouTube kind of gal or kind of guy, um, I'd appreciate it if you did that. Um, the link to the channel will be in the show notes. But if you go to YouTube and just search Millennial Economics, you will find some of my videos popping up. Um, if you want to subscribe to that channel, that would be that would help me out a tremendous amount, and it would help get the word out for those videos um, a little bit faster and a little bit better. So, all right, so we'll just dive right in. So, I've talked about this before, but I wanted to have a dedicated short episode in the university series to it um, because the as soon as you, I'll say start getting into personal finance, you soon realize that it's not just the, the numbers, right? So last episode, we talked about the 4% rule and, and some equations there. And the episode before that, we talked about compound interest and, and what you invest in and average annual returns and dividends and all of that, right? So there is a portion of personal finance that is math, that is understanding the numbers. However, <clears throat> the success that folks have is not due is mostly not due to their understanding of the numbers. It's due to their understanding of themselves and how to navigate themselves and their own psychology. Okay, well, what do I mean by that? Well, you know, let's just take a, let's use this as an example. You know, if you are wanting to lose some weight, all right, the numbers behind losing weight are quite simple. You know, you need to take in less calories than you burn every day right? Um, if you burn 2000 calories a day, if you take in 1800 calories a day, you're going to lose some weight, right? Um, again, I know there's more nuance to it and way hey, am I trying to lean out or build muscle, whatever, right? But just, just roll with me here. You know, if you take in less calories every day, you're going to lose weight. So why don't most people lose weight that are trying to? Well, it's because there's a whole lot that goes into the behavior of taking in less calories every day. There's a whole lot that goes into your mental space, how you stick with something, um, how you stay motivated, you know, how you stay diligent, um, how you stay self-disciplined to keep your diet clean and take in less calories every day, or, you know, to get yourself even when you're tired to the gym to work out to burn some extra calories, right? The, the majority of what's happening is not just the understanding that you had to take in less calories. The majority of what is happening is figuring out how to manage yourself and your own psychology. And, and the very same thing is true in personal finance. It's not understanding that, you know, if I invest into a fund that has an average rate of return of 7%, that in, you know, 40 years, I could have $1.2 million. That's, that's not it. That's a small portion. You have to know that exists and you have to know how to do that. Just the same way you know, you have to know that you, um, what types of foods are good for your body and, and which ones aren't. 
right? But where, where the successful ones are, are, are successful <laughs> and where the ones that aren't successful aren't is in how they stick with the plan they put in place for themselves. You know, if, if you um, are out of debt and maybe it took you a while to get out of debt, right? Maybe you were able to overcome that obstacle and you aren't able to stick with staying out of debt and you find yourself in the very same place you were two years ago in another year because you kept racking up the credit cards and, you know, you just had bad self-discipline. You had bad financial habits. Well, you know, you're, you might not necessarily be a successful investor, not because you didn't understand that credit card debt is bad, but because you couldn't stick to not in, in being involved with it. All right. So one big thing that I've learned and, and continue to struggle with this is, and if anybody tells you they've had, they have the psychology thing figured out, they're lying because we, none of us have it figured out. We all make mistakes. We all slip up. We all have to, you know, pivot and, and learn how to navigate ourselves or our spouses or significant others or our children or the different things that come up in life. You know, maybe you have a stressful period at work. Well, you know, it's really easy to go spend a couple hundred dollars at the store buying something you want to make yourself feel better. It's a whole lot easier to make the decision not to do that if things at work are going great and you're making traction and, and you know, your relationship with your spouse is great and the relationship with your significant other is great. It's easier to make the, those easy decisions, those good decisions, I should say. So this is something that I continually work on and continually struggle with as everybody else does. You know, one thing that I like to do to help me stay on track is I like to see how other folks have done it, whether it's watching a YouTube video or reading a book. And I'm a big fan of reading books. I've kind of gotten out of that a little bit here recently just because I've been busy with my regular job and busy with the content creation piece. But reading books just kind of, it, it checks something inside of you. It gets you engaged in a way that watching a short YouTube video or even listening to a podcast like this one does. It's a little bit more engrossing, I'll say. So I would highly encourage you all to, to find some books. You know, one that I found was really helpful and hit home is Extreme Ownership by Jocko Willink. Just a book on leadership, taking accountability for your actions. Extreme Ownership by Jocko Willink. He's an ex-Navy SEAL. He also has a podcast if you want to look it up. I'm hearing these stories um, about, you know, the things that he'd gone through being in the military and how he had to take total accountability for everything that he and his team did, you know, really showed me how somebody who might be a little further along in their psychology journey, we'll talk about, we'll talk, we'll say, or we'll call it, how they've been able to, to get where they're at, right? So um, that's really all that I wanted to talk about is, is, you know, figuring out how to navigate you, what makes you tick when you feel like you want to slip up and, you know, rack some credit card debt up or make a bad personal finance decision, you know, learn what headspace you're in when you get to that point. Learn, you know, when you start to feel that way. Also learn what really motivates you. When you feel super motivated and you feel like, you know, it's easy to make the good decisions, what's going on with you? you know, are, are certain things going well in your life or did you just get done reading a book or, you know, are you feeling maybe closer with your spouse or significant other or, you know, what, what's going on? And, and paying attention to those things is, is going to be very, very important. You know, one thing that really helps as well is setting really, really powerful and meaningful goals. Because if you have powerful and meaningful goals, even when the investing becomes mundane or, you know, something shiny is, is uh, right around the corner and you want to partake in it and you know it's going to throw off your, your, your trajectory with your personal finances, having a really meaningful and important goal will keep you keep you on the right track. 
Okay, so that's really going to be it. This is a really short episode. We're about eight minutes in. Um, but again, I wanted to dedicate a whole episode to personal finance psychology because um, we as human beings, um, we are we are fickle. <laughs> and a lot of times our biology tells us things that might not necessarily be the right decision financially. You know, maybe your biology, because, you know, just as, as humans over the past couple thousand years or whatever, whatever you believe, we're not going to get into that, um, you, you, we were hunter-gatherers and we wanted to store up lots of things, right? For when times got hard or when winter hit, we needed to have a stockpile of things. Well, part of that's great because that's what saving and investing is. But, you know, maybe that's kind of fleshing itself out differently with you because you only want to save and you're very risk-averse and you don't want to invest, or, you know, maybe as, as humans, you know, we like new things. We always need new stimulation. And that new stimulation, and I'm talking to myself here, that new stimulation that you're looking for, um, you slip up and you go buy a, a car that you shouldn't buy. Or you go buy, I don't know, uh, some shoes that you shouldn't buy because they were, they were too expensive. Um, but it, your biology was telling you that because you've, maybe you felt bored or you needed to change. And this is not to say that we should never enjoy our money. We should only do the right things financially with our money. I don't believe in that. I believe that there needs to be balance, and that's actually going to be part eight of the university series, and that's what's going to cap us off is, is us talking about balance, balance of investing and doing the right thing and saving and, and taking some of our money and you know doing the, the quote-unquote wrong thing and enjoying it. Right, There has to be balance. But I hope you found this episode valuable. Um, thank you so much for tuning into this episode, and we will talk very soon.